0: Hi there, welcome to the Ignite Your Wellness Business podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elsa McLean, physical therapist, coach, yoga teacher, massage therapist, and owner of Ignite Your Wellness Business. This is the podcast to help you as a wellness entrepreneur grow a profitable business with time to embody your own wellness practices using my proven formula. Hey there, Ignite loyal listener. I got something for you. If you've been loving and listening to this podcast for a while, make sure you hit subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a review. In fact, if you leave a review by the end of this week, December 15th, 2023, and DM me on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email and just let me know that you left a review, you're going to be entered to win a one-to-one 50-minute session with me. And during this session, you can get clear on your offer, get clarity on your messaging, craft a individualized marketing plan, figure out what's going on with your selling on your consultations, develop a client renewal framework. Any of these we can do together on this 50-minute one-to-one call. So again, all you have to do is hop over to uh, Apple and subscribe and then leave me a review and dm me the review and you'll be automatically entered to win if you're not already following me on instagram go do that too at ignite your wellness biz and i will be drawing a winner from those who left me reviews on friday december 15th out of a bag and you can watch me do it live at 1 p.m pacific standard time on the 15th but go do it now all right thank you so much And good luck. Can't wait to work with you. Hey there, wellness entrepreneur. Welcome back. Today's episode is all about managing your time so you can get fully booked without feeling overwhelmed and then manage your fully booked schedule without the overwhelm and overworking. So then you're able to see the next phase of growth because a lot of the times I see wellness entrepreneurs really hustling and trying to work to getting fully booked, but they're also at the same time afraid of getting fully booked because of how much energy it's taking to even get fully booked. So they're like, how can I keep this up and manage a full client load? And that type of thinking really holds them back in the present moment, and as well as holding you back to the potential of what's possible and beyond being fully booked with one-to-one clients at your current price point. And I can tell you no shame, no judgment here if you any of that resonated because I've been in your very shoes. In fact, uh, years ago, I tried to, this is prior to, than the, to the pandemic, I tried to switch from all one-on-ones to on-demand group type programs online and it didn't go well. And the reason why was because at the time when I was first making this transition, I was fearful of one-to-ones. I was exhausted. I was not doing a good job managing my schedule. And I was doing well. I was over six figures. I was profitable. However, I couldn't see past that point. I'm like, well, like, where do I go from here? Like, how can, how can I bring more to my schedule? It's just not not possible. And I didn't feel confident to charge higher prices. So I just was kind of defeated and felt stuck. And I remember I was in this place too, when I was a massage therapist and had my own, uh, brick and mortar clinic, uh, almost 20 years ago. I remember being like, Oh goodness. I have to tell my age now, but <laughs> I was like 24 years old and I had a fully booked one-to-one massage schedule that I booked, um, working in a spa. I was an independent contractor at the time. And part of the decision that I made to go to physical therapy school was because I looked at my schedule and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm only 24. I think I've maxed out my time and energy of how many massages I can do a week. Where Where do I go from here? Here is the max of my sa- my salary. I've hit my ceiling salary, I thought. Because you know what, as I age, I'm just going to get tired and it's the amount of massages that I can do in a day, the amount of massages that I can do in a week, it's all going to go downhill from here. You might be feeling this way if you're doing a lot of yoga sessions where you're moving your body and demoing and and showing your clients correct alignment and moving your body all day or even if you're an online health coach. You might feel overwhelmed with your schedule and, and have a fear or dread of being back to back all day on calls because of how you might feel at the end of your day. Or if you're a Reiki practitioner, you might be afraid of tapping and tapping out, I should say, your, your energy source and that ability to be present and hold space for your clients. There's all sorts of ways where you can really hold yourself back by being afraid of not being able to handle a fully booked schedule. And that itself will hold you back. In fact, as I mentioned, coming back to the story of when I first initially tried to launch some online programs, it didn't go well. And then I got received coaching to add one-to-ones back into my schedule. Now, first of all, I should have never tried to just completely abandon my one-to-ones without transitioning and doing a hybrid. But I thought that was the right way to do it at the time. And it was being taught to kind of burn the bridges, which is very risky for your business. And fortunately, um, the business marketplace has come around to being a little softer <laughs> in terms of that type of thinking. So you definitely, if you're going to transition any types of programs or transition your work at all, just know that you never have to burn the bridges and you there are ways to transition in a ways in your business where it's not so risky. But at the time, that was what was being taught and I just wanted to go all in and and try it out that way. And I received coaching to add one-to-ones back into my schedule. And I'll tell you, once I brought those familiar one-to-ones back into my schedule, that's when my momentum started up again. And the old fears of having a fully booked schedule returned. So what did I do? Because now I'm fully booked. I'll see anywhere from a slow week is 12 to 14 People week anywhere upwards to 17 to 23 in a a busy week. And I do all my own marketing. I do all my own selling. I still have consultation calls. The only helpers, um, VAs, independent contractors I have is a VA that occasionally helps me with a graphic and transcribes my podcast episodes. So then it becomes a blog. And I do have someone that will SEO. SEO it for me. And so I can repurpose it on my website and then a podcast editor. That's it. I do everything else in my business and I'm not overworking. I would say nine out of 10 weekends, maybe even 9.5 out of 10 weekends, I close my laptop For the weekend and I never open it again. The only reason why I might is if I forgot to do something that a client really needs, I I really like to make sure that I'm fulfilling on promises. I'm trying to think of when else I would open my laptop. I can't remember the last time I opened my laptop on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, I can't. There was a bunch of dead space that I just cut out. (laughs) I still really can't remember the last time I physically pulled my laptop out of my bag on a Saturday or Sunday to work on something most of the time if I am to do any type of work I might post an occasional reel or post if I'm in the mood or story maybe respond and connect and engage with some audience on social media again if I feel up to it or if I feel that a client is in a crisis and needs a little pick-me-up then I will respond to their messages. But most of the time, I don't respond to client messages until Monday. And the only other type of work I may do is my own self-coaching and journaling. I I will do that. But sometimes I don't even do that. I really tap into my energy levels and my adrenals. And I notice how I feel. And I ask myself, will this make me feel more depleted on Monday? Because if I feel more depleted on Monday, that week is not going to be a productive week. So It'll be several days, in fact, a week of probably getting behind and not being as productive as I would like versus if I try to work just a couple hours on the weekend versus letting that go and I create a list for myself and I get to it on Monday and I'm usually way more productive then and get a lot more done for that whole entire week, not just the Monday. So it really pays off. And the work I've done to be able to manage a fully booked schedule, have my weekends off, have my evenings off, not open the laptop, is by really learning how to manage my thoughts about time and managing my schedule. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So the first thing is really learning how to manage your energy around your clients. And that might become because of your own thoughts and fears and hesitations and worries you have about being a practitioner. So you really want to be onto yourself and aware of all the energy leaks that you might have with your clients, and as well as noticing how much work you're doing outside of sessions for clients. Of course, you always want to have your deliverables and fulfill your promises to your clients and ensure that they're getting the results. But just know that promising results and guaranteeing those results or helping your clients achieve certain results, it's not time dependent. It's result dependent. It's practitioner skill dependent in the moment. So for example, you might think it's all the deliverables and all the outside work you're doing outside of sessions that's getting your clients the results. It's not. It's the insights that they're getting, the takeaways that they're getting that allow them to make the necessary changes in their lives to create those results, which is time dependent if you're very present in sessions and listening to them and not trying to force a particular type of framework or modality onto them if they're not quite ready or wanting that. So when you clean up all that work around the energy leaks that might be uh, really sapping your energy and just your physical time of doing a lot of unnecessary deliverables, then that both frees up your energy and it gives you back time. So the work I do outside of my client sessions is uh messaging and I don't have volley messages with my clients you know they will ask me a question and then I will respond and then they take that and they go off and implement the work and and run with that They're, we're not going to have a back and forth volley throughout the day because truthfully it's energy and time depleting for the both of us it's much more impactful and effective if we do it in more concise messages and then also, they're not waiting on me to respond and implement work. They're more resourceful and dependent upon themselves, which is very empowering. So look at what you're doing outside of your client sessions. I know sometimes with health coaching health coaching packages, there are certain lab analysis and reports and uh, nutritional uh nutritional plans that are needed to get back to clients, but how can you streamline the process? How can you create a repeatable template or framework so it goes quicker and it's simpler? Trust me, your clients don't want necessarily a 20-page book. They want the simplest way to get the results. So ask yourself, what is the simplest and easy way you can transmit the information for them so they can start implementing it into their own lives. Sometimes a 20-page book, although it may be jam-packed with very useful information, it might feel very overwhelming to them. And then they might not implement it at all, which is a bummer because then they're not going to achieve the results. The other huge time suck I see with people that are really hesitant to get fully booked that really want to leave one-to-one sessions and go to a group type format is because they're trying to implement all the things in their business right now that a business in three, five, eight, or even 10 years would have. So for example, someone might look at my business and be like, oh, I want that nice free opt-in and that welcome funnel. Or if you were following me in Black Friday, I would like to have all of those Black Friday emails. Remember, I've been in business for a few years now, since 2016, I've attended a lot of masterminds, a lot of business skill type training, hired a lot of one-to-one coaches, it was all created through layers upon layers of work. And it doesn't have to take a large amount of time to achieve all of these assets I've created in my business, but at the same time, I didn't do it all at one time. I, the, the way I built my business was prioritizing clients first, which is why I teach my clients how to sign clients on demand. And then all those assets are created in between sessions. It's You never want to prioritize those type of assets over learning and becoming a master of l- knowing how to sign clients on demand. And when I say that, I mean without paid advertising. So you know exactly what to focus on and what to prioritize day-to-day in between client sessions that you know can reliably and predictably bring you clients? Are you able to answer that question? And when you are, that frees up a huge energy leak because in, in between your sessions, instead of worrying or fretting about what you should do, or is this the right decision or is that the right decision? Maybe I'll try this and then I'll jump over to this project. You'll know exactly what you need to focus on. And so by doing that, you actually do focus and you're more productive. And that leads to more clients. And I'll tell you, you get more confidence about being able to handle a busier client load when you actually have a busier client load. And I'll tell you, when you're getting the revenue from that busier client revenue goal, it feels so much more rewarding and fulfilling because now you're like, oh, now I'm finally getting paid for all my hard work versus sitting behind a computer screen and trying to effort out a website and a funnel and all these emails and all this stuff and never getting paid for any of that because you're not signing clients. That can feel very defeating. So very commonly, I'll have a practitioner that'll come to me on the consult call wanting to work with me one-to-one, in particular to leave one-to-ones to launch a group online program, which is great, but often their business isn't ready for it yet. And I'm not saying that it has to take a long time to, you know, prepare and get their business ready or mature enough to have an on-demand or a group program. It can be, you know, as, as little as three months or sometimes six months if you know what to prioritize and what to work on first, but they don't realize that. So for example, I have my client Justine, she was just on the podcast a few episodes ago. So my client Justine first came to me wanting to streamline her business more, get more energy so that she could be home more with her family, be more profitable, have more take home. And at first she was thinking that adding an online program was going to be the way to do some of these things because it would bring in more revenue and she'd have to not see as many one-to-ones. Which is very common myself thought that, and and many of uh, clients when I first when they come to me first with consultation calls think this as well. however, what's missing and what's often known and that I had to learn personally is how much work actually goes into the back end of creating a, a successful on demand or group program so that you can launch it multiple times and always have an odd ready warm audience group of people ready to buy launch after launch or continuously if you're keeping the doors open. And and that creates a lot of work and back end work. Plus, at the time, there was things going on in just Dean's business uh, with her staff and such that just really needed to be cleaned up. So she's, you know, made the hard decision, which is very courageous because sometimes the right decision doesn't always feel easy. But she made the hard decision to put a pin in her online program and focus on cleaning up her business and simplifying some things and then we were because she did that we were able to circle back around now to her online program and she just launched her online program and surpassed her founding members goal of having 10 people in her launch she had 14 people in her launch so you can still accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish you just have to know that it it comes in phases and it comes in steps And you can't compare yourself to a business that's been in business for five or six years. You can't even compare yourself or try to do the same things in a business that has started in less time as you because you just don't know the skill set that they're bringing to the table you don't know the audience that they're bringing to the table you don't know what they've done before they started this particular business that you're seeing maybe they had a lot of entrepreneurs are serial entrepreneurs where they've tried many different other types of businesses first and I always say it's not necessarily a failure as long as you take the insights and learnings with you. So I know many entrepreneurs that have had many different types of businesses and as they evolve into their next business adventure, they're taking the learning and the insights. So what might look like a new online health coaching business to you is actually an entrepreneur that's been an entrepreneur for many years, and they're taking all that learning with them. So you can't compare yourself to any of those businesses and try to do all the things that that business is doing all in one time. The key to really managing your time is knowing what's going to Turn the dial up for you. What do you need to prioritize so you can consistently create clients on demand? Because when you have clients paying you, that is going to create more revenue. It's going to create more profit, which opens up more freedom and choices for you down the road. And then the last energy leak that I really see among wellness entrepreneurs that's really sucking their time, sucking their energy is. Worrying, worrying about spending time, investing time into social media platforms and posts and emails, or maybe investing time into consultations and not seeing results from that. And when you're worrying about spending time in a certain activity, because you're worried that you might not get a client from it or see results from it, then it's like dipping your toe in the water of that activity where you're half in half out and your belief is shaky and wavering there. And so it's going to make whatever activity you're doing less impactful, less effective because you're not going all in. And in that way, it's going to take longer for you to actually see results of that activity. So it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where your worry does create lack of results whereas if you went in all in yes you might fail but if you do fail then you're going to learn from that and you can fail faster and get the learnings faster so then you can make a better decision going forward in the future but if you're always half in half out then you're not really progressing forward you're just kind of taking super micro baby steps forward and that can feel very defeating (laughs) we'll say because here you are spending a lot of time and energy and and it feels like you're doing a lot of productive work and you're not seeing the results of that. So the key is, again, to really know how to sign clients on demand. Again, that's why one of the first things I teach my clients after we figure out their ethical high ticket wellness offer is creating that marketing and selling plan, which it is part of the process of learning how to sign clients on demand. So they can always refine that and rinse and repeat that. And then we work on anything else that comes up. So they always know what to prioritize in their day to day. And if they're questioning and doubting things, they know that they have a protocol to come back to, to inform them on that next decision. So they're not wasting time in between sessions I'm trying to figure out what to do or they can catch themselves if they're spending a lot of time in deliverables or client work outside of sessions and their boundaries got muddled they can learn how to catch themselves and come back to oh okay That's right. I need to focus on what's going to move the needle to help my clients get results faster. It's not just about doing all this busy work for them. And then this is what allows you to feel more confident that your schedule is in control and making money is in your control. So when you feel more control over those two things, then you're more likely to make what bigger investments in your business, investments like hiring a coach, investments like Um, hiring a, a mastermind where you can learn business mindset and strategies that are needed to grow your business to help you see more revenue and work with more people. But the only way you can make those type of investments is if you feel like making your money back is within your control, because then you can invest in full belief knowing that even if I do put this on my credit card, I know how to create clients. I know how to create money. So I'll make my money back. And that is the thought I personally have every time I invest with a coach or a program is I know how to make my money back. Making money is within my control. I know how to sign clients on demand. I never have to be convincing or manipulative. I have a protocol and a process that I can trust that is reliable. And that allows me to, yes, sometimes put a mastermind or a coach on a credit card, but every single time I pay it back off. And I've made, I've gotten my return on the investment where I've made my money back. But more than that, I've actually learned the skills to make me so much more money. And that's how I continue to grow. So consider this for yourself today. Look and see There's a saying that 20% of your activities is really what is generating the revenue and the clients for yourself out of all, you know, uh, out of all the activities that you're doing day to day. So if you look at the activities that you're doing day to day, you can even write a list and use my schedule audit to help audit your day to day to figure out what are your time and energy sucks looking and saying, okay, what am I doing that really helps my clients to achieve results? For me, it's the one-to-one coaching calls or when I'm coaching them. The, The portal, the workbooks, they're great. They will help speed up the process, but it really is the coaching that gets the insights and gives the transformation. So they're continuing to grow. And that's why the deliverables aren't everything. So for you, it's really examining what's moving the needle forward for your own clients so they can achieve the results. And what is really bringing in those clients? Look at the last three to five clients you've signed. Where have they come from? Have they come from referrals? Have they come from social media? Have they come from your emails? Have they come from networking events? Have they come from YouTube? Write it out because that's where you want to spend your time. If you're seeing a theme That's where you want to spend your time and dial in on those activities. And then if you have extra time, then you can be spreading yourself out to other platforms and doing other activities. And in between sessions, that's when you can start to be building your portal and other deliverables or creating that next funnel. But you never have to feel in a rush or urgent to do it right now because again, that can be a huge energy leak for you. So there you go, some ways to manage your time with a fully booked schedule and continue to grow. Hey, if you're ready to grow your wellness business, I want to invite you to work with me you're going to make your first six figures and then scale beyond. Your next step is to book a free consultation at igniteyourwellness.com. That's igniteyourwellness.com. Okay. I'll see you there. Bye.